and welcome to I Spit On Your Grades, our results show for our best psychological horror. I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Mercer. Hello. And Christopher. Hello. How are we doing? All good? Yeah, yeah, feeling good. I've been a bit poorly this week, or last week, so I've been a bit pathetic, but I think I'm on up and up and rise again. I know it's not COVID or anything, it was just bad Bella. Let's hope it's not COVID because Cellular Screams announcement came out this week, which was amazing, which I'm sure we'll talk about later on. And we've also, after painstaking effort that put years onto my, or he took years off my life, sorry, rather than putting years onto, we managed to bag ourselves a set of tickets. I had a meltdown. Internally, might I add, I think I kept it inside very well, but I was close to freaking out. Can I just say, so I, I obviously didn't buy tickets um, because someone else was doing it for me, again, as usual. But it's got to give you to such more of an appreciation of what Mitch has to go through every time he's trying to buy our Fright Fest tickets. <laughs> we, can appre- we can all appreciate, we've all been sitting there on various ticketing sites in our lives, watching those tickets go shooting through quickly. So we do appreciate the effort everyone went through and we hope that you did get your tickets and if you didn't... <laughs> Come on! There's no need for that. Like Mitch was saying, Mitch is old hand at this, so he's our go-to guy for tickets and always has been and celluloid has always been a queue-up affair, which is fine. Because you know that when you're in a queue, you're going to get a ticket. But this was, if if you could if you could put this into a physical form of people trying to get these tickets, there would have been some broken noses and black eyes during that scrum. But we'd have to worry because we've got tickets. So, providing the world doesn't go to shit between now and the end of October. So, you let screams, here we come. Woo! Indeed. Brilliant. Whoop. And indeed, who? Very much looking forward to it. What has everyone been watching this week? Anything at all? So on Sunday, I was having my bath replaced and I was feeling sorry for myself because I've not bathed for like two or three days. I've just been using body wipes. I was poorly with a bad belly. So I sat on my city and I watched The Haunting of Hill House, the TV series. Oh, yeah. Start to finish, I was loving it, and then the last episode happened, and I was like, oh, don't like this. It felt too kind of, we need to make it like a a happy-ish ending where they've all moved on with their lives. Happy-ish, not happy. I was going to say, it's not really a happy ending, is it? I, I loved last episode. I thought it brought it all together really nicely. And obviously now you've got Haunting of Blythe Manor to look forward to as well, which I do believe is doing like an American Horror Story kind of vibe and using the same actors and such. Yeah, some of the same cast, and uh, but in a different... It's, there's no link to Hill House. Mm. Um, that's what all really, really good. Um, and it's got the dude in from The Invitation, who I think is becoming one of my favourite actors. Just so you should know that. <laughs> Obviously, you're not impressed, or you're not impressed with his work, so I'll be sure to let him know. I am impressed with his work. I just I just don't know what else to say about, okay. Uh, okay. 
That's fine. You like his work? I was about, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's a really good actor. And it's not just the aesthetics, but he's got talent. I've also been living in a different world this week, and I've been I've watched um, three martial arts films. <laughs> I watched Lady Bloodsport, you know, Lady Blood Fight, which is like a I I saw on like I, a, I saw on Letterboxd that you'd watched it, and I did I not say that's a bit out of character for Mercer. I was just doing random um, watching, so I just picked a random film that were on Prime and that's what got picked and I watched it and I quite enjoyed it. I actually enjoy it because it is, it's the fight sequences. I enjoy the fight sequences and that one's quite good. And then I read that it was like a, an unofficial sequel or follow-up to, because there's been many sequels, uh, an unofficial link to Bloodsport, which oh. is a Jean-Claude Van Damme film. So I went and watched that. That's not very good. Very laboured. <clears throat> and then I watched a Jackie Chan film, um, which is very problematic, and I wouldn't recommend it. What was it? It's called... Captain... Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Captain um, Hang on. Captain Planet. Captain, Captain America. S- Captain Scarlet. <laughs> Captain Captain or Captain My Captain. Captain Haddock from Tintin. <laughs> Captain Birdseye. <laughs> but I got it majorly wrong anyway. It's called City Hunter. <laughs> um, and it, it's from like, I think it is or something. And he plays a private eye, but it's based on a comic book. But I mean, there's a really odd sequence in it where he's having a fight scene and he gets electrocuted. And then him and the person he's fighting take on the form of characters from Street Fighter. Um, so they're in their costumes fighting. Um, he's a womanizer and he leads this woman on all the way through the film, but also flirts with every other woman. And then when he's trying to apologize to this woman and said, you know what, let's give it a try. A pretty woman pulls up in a car and she's like, do you want to come with me? He's like, yeah, I'll come. Hmm. And he just dumps off. <laughs> and there's just a point where they make, um, I mean, for the time, I, I don't know. I, it, it just felt odd, that, like just random gay jokes uh, and random gay rape jokes. And you're a bit like, mm, okay. Mm. Well, maybe give that one a miss, miss then. I won't put that on my, my to watch list. Yeah. We caught up this week with a, re, a rewatch from 2019 Fright Fest. Oh. We watched Ready or Not. Yeah, we did. The. Brilliant Samara Weaving vehicle. Awesome film. So good. Still just as just as brilliant as the first time. Completely over the top. Hilarious. It's that ending. Violent. It's great. That just ending great. is amazing. Like you <laughs> all the way through. You like as if that's going to happen. As if that's going to be a thing. Have, have you seen it? I have seen okay, it. Okay. Good. Good. I can't remember the end. The only thing I can remember is they're being sat on them stairs, smoking a cigarette. That's after everything's happened inside. Yeah, we won't. We won't. As a rare non-spoiler, we won't because what the spoiler? ending's that. The ending is that great. If you haven't watched it, we won't spoil it for you. Just go and check it out as soon as you can. Also, this week a first watch for me, as I got forced to watch Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah, you 
you did. <laughs> Brookie's duck cherry. <laughs> duck tips. Woo. I actually, I actually, I really enjoyed it. It's a very, it's a very good film. And what I don't remember from How the Duck, but was also confirmed by Andy Mitten, Tim Robbins is tall, yo. Like, he is massive and it's more prominent than ever in Howard the Duck. I don't know if that's because he's standing next to a duck and just the height difference. <laughs> I mean, that does help, doesn't it? If you stood next to something that's like three foot two, <laughs> you're going to look tall. He's not a something, he's a duck. So yeah, Chris enjoyed Howard the Duck. I did, I did very much enjoy Howard the Duck. So that's our watching for this week. Hope everyone's watched the films that we discussed. Have we had any feedback, Mercer, for anyone this week? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. Yes, yes, we, yes, we did have some feedback. Uh, we got a couple of comments about about the films and the choices, which is what I'm focusing on. Um, so we had uh, Dr. Lauren McIntyre or at Nodding Goth on Twitter. Uh, just coming back, just. Coming in with, like, Creep is amazing if you haven't seen it. So she's on the Creep bandwagon there. And she's right. It's amazing if you haven't seen it. And it's amazing if you have. <laughs> Just bear in mind. Both ways. Uh, we got Darren Gaskell came in quite early on with, um, how am I going to vote for just one of the films discussed when the choice includes three of the very best horror movies of the last few years? Do you know what? This is what we want. We want you to like have this kind of like share. These are all really, really good. Um, so that it's difficult for you to vote because then it makes it more exciting for us because we don't know if like, you know, when there's a clear winner, it's, we're kind of like, mm. but when, when, when the strong, when, when it's strong, it's like, yeah, mm. who's getting it? Um, <laughs> like the win, I mean, who's getting the win? Then um, Andrew Spencer, or uh, Bearded Spencer, also came in with, this is the hardest vote ever, for me anyway. Minus Jacob's Ladder. Mm. This is a really strong group. All three stayed with me after, which I feel is the mark of a good horror. Excellent choices. Still not voted. Calm. Now, I wonder if he did vote, and if he did vote, who he voted for. Because the votes kind of like took a massive, like, you know, there was a clear lead, but the others kind of, like, flipped around quite a bit, so I'm kind of interested to see who voted for what. He better have bloody voted, because that's the whole point of it. Spence, if you're out there just not voting, just because you've got a kid to take care of now, I'm not going to be pleased, mate. <laughs> um, this is this is a first. Darren Gaskell came back in, and I, and I think it's useful that we remind people of this. He came back in to come, like, you know, he's had his first drive, like, I, I can't do this. He's come back in and he's like, I could justify a vote for every film except Jacob's Ladder. Again, the hate for Jacob's Ladder. I mean, it's not really hate. No. Um, which is good, but not in the league of the others. I'm going to go for They Look Like People. Love you, Darren. Thank you very much. Which is a stunner and shows what can be achieved with a tiny budget. That ending... Wow, it's both terrifying and emotional. Gotta agree, gotta agree there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, finally, we had Stevie Stevie Reeve or a film from Stevie coming in really strong with his opinion. Uh, he came in with 
the invitation. Boom. That's it. That's all he had to say. No explanation, no no rhyme, no reason, just the invitation. When you've seen as many fans as Stevie has, you ain't got time to fuck around. Just get in, get out, get it done. Go in and vote. The invitation. Bang. If you don't know, Stevie is like a local Curzon celebrity. Um, constantly there night and day. So, yeah, that that man's seen a lot. He ain't got time to give you an explanation. He's got another film to watch. But, yes, yeah, so that's kind of like a, a bit of the feedback from the films. We had, you know, we had some nice interaction this week. We had quite a lot of retweets, um, people trying to get other people involved. So, thanks for that. Um, that were nice. Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. I think that leads us nicely into our... What's it going to be, guys? What's it going to be? What about if you do it based on the music of Morris dancing? (laughs) So, folk? Folk. (laughs) I only know Frank Turner folk. I don't know... I don't know folk. Okay. Well, Chris, you give an option. We could go, you could go in the style of the Smiths. <laughs> okay, I can do the Smiths. Yep, let's hear it. And if a one-star review breaks my heart in two, to die by your words is such a miserable way to die. There's a review and it's got one star. There's a review and it's got one star. Right? It's like I having... think that might be my favourite. Yay! It's like having Morrissey in the room. Well. Because you're a fascist. I was going to say, <laughs> minus the fascism. <laughs> yeah, cool. Let's get on, Let's get on with it. Okay. I'll go, I'll go first, because why the hell not? This review is from Blake Blueblood. <laughs> I could he's so a, go wrong. Blake Blueblood. <laughs> he's either just pointing out the fact that his blood is blue, or his royalty. Blood. Either, either way, fine. This one's just entitled The Worst. The Worst! Usually not one to review a title unless it is a, just a steaming pile of unwatchable slop. Well, why just the negativity? Why not big things up rather than just tearing them down? Because people anyway. are shit. So I felt compelled to review this title since it's even worse than that. The acting is simple, simply dreadful. The storyline is literally nowhere to be found, as well as any sort of creativity or any ounce of originality. There was no comedic value, no suspense, nothing. I found myself so incredibly bored and uninterested that I had trouble even finishing it. I was expecting some sort of new and creative twist or even some sort of shred of hope, but was left with nothing. Honestly, could have made a better film with a stranger in an iPhone free video camera. Avoid this one at all costs, and for God's sake, do not endorse the two sequels of this that are in the works. I'm not even sure how they got the funding after this poor spectacle. Right? Is no storyline, no comedy, no, no tension. Cross, cross, cross. You're absolutely wrong, Blake Blueblood. That creep has all that in absolutely abundance. And you know what? There is a sequel. So fuck you. This is brilliant. <laughs> mm, yeah, what a dick. Mercer, you got one? I do got one. Um, so obviously my review is for the look like people. 
this one comes from Kate underscore scary and the title of this review is this look like mover don't know what that means anyway this mover cures insomnia hands down most of the movie was filmed in some cheap ass apartment and some random basement the acting wasn't bad but this movie was missing a cohesive plot it didn't flow i think it probably cost about 800 bucks to make so basically, this guy who thinks that people around him are aliens, in the end, we realise that Wyatt is mentally ill and he has alien voices in his head, directing him to prepare for battle. The only aliens in this film are the people who make this shit. He and his friend hug it out and then it goes straight to the credits. Whoever directed this film should go get a job serving French fries. The overly positive reviews are from people who are connected to this film on a personal level. Bogus reviews for a boring mover. So, Kata, um, I'm not connected to the like people, and I, I give this a good review. Also, why serving fries? Is there a problem with serving fries? Is there a problem with serving fries? No. Is it not? Does it not pay the bills? Does it not pay the rent? Kata, back the fuck <laughs> off. But yeah, it's a boring Katie underscore scary name. It actually reads like Donald Trump wrote it. Do you not think? Oh my god, and Katie underscore scary is an anagram of Donald Trump. <laughs> who had some as. <laughs> Do you want to go with yours next? Yes, I'll go with mine next. Mine's very short in comparison, guys. Um, just because I've never felt the need to follow through on something through so much rage so the one star review is for the invitation and it is entitled the worst film i have ever watched this review doesn't contain spoilers because nothing happens i made an imdb account purely to write this review do not waste your time on this film it's slow boring and absolutely nothing happens the end. He's a man or woman who's clearly got to like the dinner party and just turned it off and gone. This I think is like, so. This is like breakfast with Mori or whatever the. So I guess that's all that's left is to do a one star review for Jacob's Ladder. Unfortunately, Andy not around uh, as much as he'd love to come back on and do his one star review for us, and he kept begging and pleading with me to come back on. And Andy's such a lovely guy, I don't think it'd be nice to subject him to saying something bad about Jacob's Ladder. No, exactly. So, And we loved having him, so we don't want to put him through that. Although, just before you give the review, you did send him the episode where we talked about The Witch in the Window, where we will have read a one-star review <laughs> about his film. Of course. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just guessing he couldn't listen to the end <laughs> and I should point out as well that he's not been pleading and begging to come back on but <laughs> if he wants to come back on we will plead and beg to have him back on at any point but besides that yet another heading from Mighty Four this one is from I don't know whether it is the four or not but no. who knows worst movie ever for a, for a week where we've had ridiculously strong peak there is a lot of worst films ever we've selected here. Have all these titles as well been worst film ever? 
Was your title worst film ever? No, no, no. Mine is This Look Like Movie. Oh, okay. Nice to know that you're listening to Mercer. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Right. I have seen a lot of movies. A lot. And this one is by far the worst one. I can't believe the fact that people obviously like the movie. Considered the ratings, nothing happens. Jacob only seemed to have a great depression and wander around with hallucinations and anxiety. Don't watch this one. If you want to have watch someone with having hallucinations, hallucinations and anxiety, they can just come out and hang up with us. <laughs> No, oh dear, that's depression. Depression. <laughs> I would like to know when somebody says nothing happens, what they actually mean. Because we see um, like a tentacle demon trying to shove its thing up somebody. We see explosions. We see guts falling out. We see Vietnam War. We see... We see a hell of a lot in Jacob's Ladder. So what is nothing happening? I I think, I can only imagine, in, in size of scale, they picked up, like, Independence Day as the first film they've ever watched, and everything's now measured against that as if something to see what's happening. So anything less than full-scale alien invasion, they're sitting there going, oh, my God, this is dumb, nothing's happened. Also, I have to say this, because... Do you know, like you said, what could what drives you mad? Like, what could push you to the point of creating an account? Mm-hmm. If there was a website where I could create an account to review reviewers, yeah, I'd be on there for every single motherfucking person that goes, this is the worst film ever. I watch a lot of movies. So what if you watch a lot of movies? You're not a bloody expert. I eat a lot of fucking food, but I'm not a chef. <laughs> do you know what? Like, I can't criticise something that I could, like, just because I do it a lot. You know, I run a lot, but that fucking Linford Christa, is that an up-to-date runner? <laughs> he's, a le- he's a legend. You mean you're saying, you're saying Bolt is- would be a better reference for you? I'm about to say, we may not... We, we, when we say about people criticising movies, we may not want to... <laughs> We don't want to go down that particular that particular road. I like to think we bring positivity to reviews. I don't like slagging anything off outright and we'll always look for good points in a film. Except for Astronaut's Wife. And Avatar. And Monsters. Well, that's that's more misleading, isn't it? And Bavarian Sound Studio. And the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Right. All right, <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Calm your tits. People can't wait for the special where we see a list in films we don't like. <laughs> that oh. would be a really third. Film 187. Whatever. Bridesmaids. I'm getting there. It's not even a horror. It's fucking ain't it. Fuck you. Have you heard this? Have you heard it? Yeah. Oh. But all you remember... Fair is that his favourite movie is American Pie Part 2. So really, his opinions are, like, on, on comedy specifically, just don't mean anything. Best comedy film ever. Anyway, we've read the one-star reviews, Fair. What I'd really like is for The Smiths. The Smiths. Was it The Smiths? It is The Smiths. Okay. I'd, I'd love 
Haven't had a good review in a long time. Seems the reviews I've had have been purely fucking bad. So for once in my life, let me, let me, let me get a five-star review next time. Thanks. Tanya, fucking superstar over here, just undiscovered, isn't it? Anywho, shall we uh, move on to the most important part of the episode? Yeah, I guess so. It's all people come here for, that and our sparkling wit. Well. That's the most important part of the episode, Fair. It's where you growl like a wild animal, because we all love that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, time to announce the winner then. Chris, Mercer, I spit <laughs> on your grades. Oh, don't all clap at once. Jesus. Not my fault. This was public. Andy's going to be really annoyed that you didn't spit on him. <laughs> or, or his grades. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Andy. Yes, of course, I spit on you too. And your grades. Repeated that. <laughs> um, I would say this is, it's, it's, it's kind of a tough one to swallow this week because all the films were amazing. Um, but I really love my film. <laughs> so it's, it's a bit bittersweet because, yes, any of them deserve to win. But I wish it were me. I love your film too, and I love Creep. I I loved all the films included in last week's episode. You're quite right, it was very hard. It's a very hard decision to make, and I certainly know not to get into too much of the voting, but we did give each other quite high scores as well because of how much we love the films. Yeah, talking of scores and voting... That's the envelope being opened. It's fine. That's, we do. We do, we go all out. You don't even get to see this. Mercer's got a big gold envelope. He has. He has. Yeah, he's got a tux on. We have a guest host. We had Randy Newman last year. Yeah. And yeah. um, I can confirm that the votes have all been verified and counted by an independent adjudicator. And yes. This week, coming in in fourth place, actually, with a grade of C, was Creep, which shocked me. Shocked cool. me. Shocked am, me. Just a C. I am genuinely, genuinely shocked. Not, not, not that it's finished fourth so much, because all the films this week were great. But a C, a C. Oh, no. And then that was close, closely followed by Jacob's Ladder, which got a B. Which, again, I must say shocked me because the feedback from the public was less in favour of Jacob's Ladder. But I guess it's just that consistent kind of vibe across the board which made it do better than we thought. Mm. Also with a B was They Were Like People. Good score. Which, again, 
Trump, but then smashing it out of the park again was Faye Ellis with obviously the invitation, which got a lovely A grade on that scorecard of Faye's. So well done, Faye. Well done, everyone who voted for the invitation. That's two A's now. Do I like get some sort of award? Double A, yeah. Do I get a battery? I don't know. <laughs> no. It's not about the A's, unfortunately. It's it's more about the overall score. Um, so we are in competition, remember? Mm-hmm. So one of us is winning that competition. Um, sorry. Nothing. Well, as of this episode, Jasper, you've just got it. You've got it to the lead. We, I had a quick look at all the so basically I stripped everything away. And I had a look at just. The winning films, okay, and that's where those lie. So you got you get you, you get your points if you win. That was what I thought would be easiest. Uh, and I had a look, and we'd all won the same amount of episodes up until last week. Oh. So none of us have got a clear kind of best taste. I think to do Which is so. But anyway, that doesn't matter. What matters is. Let's get back into the here and now. Say Ellis, the invitation, it's won. Anyone who's not watched it, go and watch it. It's available on Netflix. Uh, and it is a really, really good film. And it's got a classic. Not a classic, but it's got a really class ending. Woo! <sighs> Don't flash me. I didn't want a flasher in my crowd. I just wanted the applause. I was just jiggling my breast. I thought it would be appropriate. Well, while you jiggle your breasts at fame, Ursa, I will let the audience know what we're going to be doing next. Normally, we go into our next category for our best horror subgenre, and Faye would get to pick. We're going to put that on hold just for a week or so. Because as of recording today, Soyoid announced their lineup last week. Soho is due to drop their lineup for their physical festival tomorrow. On Wednesday. As you're listening to this today, so tonight, 8pm, you'll be able to find them on Facebook. Mitch Harrod will be going live at 8pm with the announcement for this year's physical festival. So please tune in. So please tune in to support him. And then on the 1st, Fright Fest will be announcing their lineup for their digital edition over Halloween. So, with that in mind, what better time than to decide, go through the list, go through the old film, go through your festival memories and give us your five best festival films from each of those festivals, as long as they've been running. So, from Fright Fest 20 years to... Sawyer's 10 and New Kid on the Block, Mitch, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Are we just asking for five across the board, like the five favourite festival films? Yeah, or five. five? We're, we're not discriminating over which ones they can pick it from. They don't have to pick five from Fright Fest, five from Sawyer's, five from Soho. We just want your five across the three and we'll obviously go through a few of yours. And we'll break down 
our own personal top five picks from the festivals as well. And if you haven't been to any festivals, you can go on Wikipedia, you can check out back catalogues. There's probably films you've seen that got their premiere at festivals and you don't know about it. Go have a little look and still come back to us with your favourite. I must say that's a lot, a lot of films to whittle down to five, isn't it? Yeah. This, is gonna, this might be harder than just uh, <laughs> just picking those films and watching them. The, this, Challenge. This is where all the listeners just like leave for a week and then come back after. Oh, sorry, did I miss one? Yeah. Please don't. Please do. Please keep listening. It'll be really good. We'll still be funny. Well, I will. Failed try artist. Mercer's all right from time to time. I made myself laugh, so that's kind of cool. I sit at my desk at work, manically laughing away when I'm uh, doing nothing. As long as you make yourself happy, Mercer, that's all that matters. And from what we can see on this camera, I think you may be making yourself very happy. Right now. Right now. So, that's it for this episode. Please rate, review, subscribe. It really does help us get the word out there. You can find us on Facebook at SpitGrades and also on Twitter at SpitGrades. And I've just realised it's I spit on your grades on Facebook and not SpitGrades. So you might find something completely different if you go and do that. Yeah, we have no affiliation with anything that's disgusting and no pornographic. So I spit on your grades on Facebook. Spit grades on Twitter, spit grades on Instagram, email us at electricpossums at gmail.com. Those are the ways you can get in contact with us. Please do. We love having your feedback. We love you weighing in on our bits and pieces. And we look forward to speaking to you. Right, so thank you for uh, joining us this week. And we will see you next time. Until then, stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.